This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hi, I'm Adam Berkmans, and today we're making Pennsylvania pickled leeks. This recipe was created by Corey Sly, podcast producer at Harvesting Nature. He writes... It's that time in Pennsylvania, so while you're out scouting or hunting for turkeys, keep your eyes and nose open for these springtime plants. The pickled leeks go great on the sandwich or make a perfect snack. Thanks, Corey. Well, first off, what are wild leeks? Also known as ramps, wild garlic, wood leeks, ramson, and even erroneously as spring onion, Allium trichocum is a type of wild onion or garlic that can be found over much of Canada and the U.S. They appear in the early spring in moist and shady woodlands with rich soil and are usually one of the first spring ephemerals to actually show up. Popping up around March in Appalachia, you can expect to see them around the Great Lakes in April and in early May if you go further north. The plant can be found from Nova Scotia down to Georgia, north to Hudson's Bay and west to around Iowa or Manitoba. The plant starts in the spring by sending out one to three broad green leaves from each bulb, which will be shallowly buried under the soil. The leaves are usually around about 20 centimeters or 8 inches long and have a red or burgundy section between the bulb and the main leaf. Bulbs tend to grow in bunches of two to six. Clusters of bulbs will usually put out just one flowering stem once the leaves die back and the plant will flower as early summer progresses. The flowers, a white umble much like many other allium flowers, give way to shiny black seeds before the plant disappears again until next springtime. Ramps will always smell strongly of garlic when lightly crushed, which is a great way to tell them apart from poisonous lookalikes like lily of the valley or less dangerous plants like trout lily. If it doesn't smell oniony or garlicky, then it's not a ramp. Both the leaves and bulbs of ramps are edible, and they have a very interesting flavor that is somewhere between garlic, leeks, and onions, but with an added woodsiness that's very hard to explain. 
Extremely versatile in the kitchen, they can be inserted into basically any recipe using onions or garlic, and will amp up the flavor beyond what either onions or garlic could have done in the first place. First Nations people would often use them medicinally, with the Chippewa using the roots in a preparation that would induce vomiting, the Iroquois using a ramp tonic to treat intestinal worms in children, and the Cherokee using a similar tonic to treat colds, and using the juice from the bulbs to treat earaches. They were eating this food as well, usually boiled or fried on their own with, or with meat, as a flavorful and healthy springtime delicacy. The Ojibwe people would dry the plants out for use in the winter. I bet the burst of flavor the dried plant would add to winter stews was highly prized. It's said that the name for Chicago actually comes from the Menominee Nation's word for the plant, Chicago. Apparently wild leeks used to be very abundant where Chicago now stands. The people who settled into the Appalachian Mountains took quickly to ramps that covered the forest floor there. They would often fry them in animal fat, but would also use them raw in salads or cook them up in potato or egg dishes. There would often be springtime festivals celebrating the ramp in Appalachia, and the plant was once known as a bit of an Appalachian vegetable, even though it grew in many other places. Ramps are perhaps the most popular wild edible, with flocks of people entering the woods in the springtime in search of the delicacy. Chefs prize the earthy, garlicky flavor of ramps and will pay top dollar for them. You'll probably notice every chef with a seasonal menu serving them in some way or another in the springtime. In some regions rich in wild leeks, you may even see them for sale at local grocery stores, farmers markets, or even on the side of the road. You'll notice that many people today are even selling them on online sales sites like Gigi or Facebook Marketplace for top dollar. So what's the big deal? Why do people go so crazy over these things? Well, aside from being utterly delicious, they are quite rare, and scarcity can equal value when it comes to foodstuffs. Just think of truffles or morels or caviar. Ramps can only be found in the spring, and only in certain regions. They also can't be reliably farmed, which leaves them as an extremely seasonal treat. They're also one of the very first examples of fresh produce, barring food grown hydroponically or indoors, to show up in the spring. Well before peas, well before asparagus or fiddleheads or artichokes or other special springtime delicacies. Like the first warm sunny day after a long dreary winter, you'll find people get a little overexcited about them when they show up. All of this excitement and ramp mania has become problematic though. Chefs and home cooks all over the country are looking for large amounts of wild leeks in the spring and will pay top dollar for them. There is no shortage of market foragers willing to venture into the woods in the spring and strip the land of as much ramps as they can carry to sell the chefs at a premium. Over the years, this has caused a relative shortage of the plant in areas that were once rich with it. Irresponsible overharvesting can be very problematic since ramps can take 7 to 10 years to reach maturity from seed. If harvesters clean out a big patch of ramps, it could take decades to replace itself, if it can at all, with all the competing plants taking over the space. Many states and provinces have put a cap on harvest or even ended commercial harvest altogether in order to save the plant from extirpation. Conservation-focused foragers have also added their two cents, trying to teach people to only harvest one leaf per plant rather than digging up entire patches. 
public backlash online against foragers who collect too many ramps may be somewhat effective, but it is tricky. Ramp colonies aren't in decline everywhere. Colonies in some places have been decimated due to overharvesting, which can lead foragers and conservationists to think that they should be protected everywhere. There are many places with thriving, healthy ramp colonies, though. There are even places with endless fields of them. Should foragers in these spots stick to a one-leaf-per-plant rule? Probably not. Judicious and thoughtful harvesting should always be at the forefront of any forager's mind, but hall monitoring online forums and chastising other foragers who may be collecting from very different plots than you have in your region just isn't productive. Gentle interaction and gentle remonstration is a better way to go, keeping your mind open to the fact that not everyone has the same experience as you. Having said that, it is my humble opinion that maybe it's time to shut down commercial harvesting and ramp festivals, where large numbers of the plant are harvested to feed the masses. When money is brought into play, morals can easily be forgotten and overharvesting will generally always take place. If every chef in every city and small town wants to cook with ramps every day in the spring, that's just too many ramps being harvested. If 30 ramp festivals are to take place every spring with hundreds or even thousands of people enjoying them in dishes made by vendors there, that's just too many ramps being harvested. The non-market foraging community is small and self-regulating enough that extreme over-harvesting becomes a relatively rare event. Maybe ramps should be a special treat for those willing to put the work into going into the forest to find them themselves. For those in places with an ample amount of wild leeks, use common sense. Harvest bulbs and whole plants judiciously, remembering that plants take a long time to grow back. Take only one bulb from a cluster and don't hit up the entire patch. For those living in regions where plant colonies are sparse, maybe try the one leaf per plant rule, being very careful not to damage the colony. If someone has already been there harvesting, simply move on. Treat this plant like a rare treat and not like a big bag of onions or garlic that you'd use in every dish. Once home, use your ramps quickly as they go bad quite fast. Also remember this when you're harvesting them. Overzealous harvesting could lead to useless, rotten ramps that serve no purpose at all. To enjoy the ramps, chop them up like you would green onions or garlic and enjoy them in any dish where you'd usually use an allium like leek or scallion or onion or garlic. Ramps go great in egg dishes, pastas with potatoes as pesto or simply fried in butter or fat. They can also be pureed into a creamy soup, baked into bread or cooked into pretty much anything you can imagine. If you'd like to preserve some of the harvest, the bulbs freeze nicely, but the leaves should be made into a pesto or a compound butter before freezing. You could also dehydrate the leaves to use as a strong garlicky seasoning or to mix into salt to make a tasty ramp salt. You could also take Cory's recipe here and make Pennsylvania pickled leeks. Ingredients Enough leek balls with the leaves cut off to fill a pint jar. 1 cup of distilled vinegar, 3 quarter cup of water, an eighth a cup of kosher or pickling salt, 3 quarter cups of sugar, 2 bay leaves, a quarter teaspoon of cinnamon, a quarter teaspoon of ground cloves, 1 tablespoon of red pepper flakes, 
one tablespoon of yellow mustard seeds. Preparation. Trim the leaves from the leeks and pack into a mason jar. Combine all other ingredients into a pot and bring to a boil until salt and sugar have dissolved. Pour the liquid over the leeks, completely covering them. Put the lid on and let cool. Store in the refrigerator for several weeks. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.